3: Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
4: Hello, everyone. Hi. <laughs> it's gonna... I want to, like, put together um, a montage of the way that you start an episode because it is, like, night and day. Like, sometimes you're like, hey! And then other times you're like, hi.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah, so cute. It, it fully depends on how tired I am mm-hmm. and I'm always tired. So.
4: Did Cindy spend 12 hours in a classroom today and if so she's probably yeah. tired.
5: <laughs> I feel like I haven't slept in like four years. Really? Tell, yeah. tell the people how uh, law school is for you right now. Oh yeah so if you're new here actually let me know if I even said it. So I, I started law school last week and your first week of law school you do something called legal methods which is like Four to six hours a day of like legal reasoning classes. So it's supposed to be like chill, but it's not. And there's cold calling and a bajillion pages of reading. And we're also moving this week. So it's been a very hectic. Ha- I'm working. Chancy You just
4: recording? Yeah, come do with us. Hey. Hey. just came in. <laughs> we already started, we're about a minute and thirty seconds in. Um, what were we talking about? Oh my god. So we're moving. And this move is gonna be so stressful. But I'm so excited to get to our new apartment because one, Chance's gonna have her own room because right now she's literally sleeping on our floor. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, literally on a cot. And number two, we are gonna have a dog. And number three, the apartment's so freaking nice. I'm so excited. Like I was thinking about it. And we have two bathrooms, unheard of, for three roommates. Like crazy. And number two is um, um, washer and dryer and unit like that's such a flex i love that oh it's and so good and, the and and a gym which we didn't know about until recently so that's very exciting and the building looks nice too so we we can't wait we're so
5: excited i'm gonna try the the method the popular method of positive reinforcements to train harley one she can bring me snacks <laughs> and two not to go in my room
4: no. Yeah, Chance and I, the other day, we were talking about how it almost is, like, fate. How this room situation worked out. Because Chance and I are on one side, and so that means the dog's going to be primarily over there. And you're on the other side, which probably means that she won't want to, like, come that way necessarily, like, all the time, you know? That's great.
5: The only person I live with that has a dog is Chance. <laughs> I'm a dog-averse person. <laughs> and cats, for that matter, too. Okay.
4: Sydney does. She likes dogs. I uh, She's not, like,
5: a... I like them. They're, like they're them. cute from afar. It's
3: so funny, because she always had... Lauren's room in college that she would hang out in if I wasn't, or if I was there, she wanted to be in Lauren's room. If I wasn't there, she was in my room. It's so weird. She's like such a little brat sometimes. Like, she's so funny. I think
5: it's mostly dog hair because I'm allergic. But my friend has a cat named Meatball. It's the fattest cat I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Oh
4: my God, really? And like,
5: I'm chill with it because it just does, cats just like, you know, do do their own thing. Today for lunch, I got a grilled cheese because I wanted a grilled cheese. And I, it was, like, sitting in a box on the dining room table, and I went to go get a napkin, and I came back, and, yo, number one, do cats have thumbs?
4: No. They have, like, digits that are, like, different than dogs, and they do stick out a little bit, but, yeah, they're not, like, unopposable thumbs right That's
5: what makes this so incredible to me, Mm -hmm. is I came back, and the cat's, like, in the corner, and I was, like, interesting. It was literally holding the sandwich, eating it. I was like, number one, I was gone for literally four seconds. (laughs) How did it get up onto the table? Like it it had cheese on its face.
3: (laughs) The image I have in my mind is honestly hilarious. No, like it
5: it got up on the table, took the cheese. Like it wasn't like it was like just sitting on the table. It was in a box. It got the grilled cheese out of the box, like, just half of it, though, and then take the whole thing. Oh,
4: that's
3: And it was good. sitting
5: on the floor eating it. <laughs> oh it had cheese God. all over its face, and I was like, yo, can cats eat human food? Like,
4: In well. doses. Yeah.
5: I feel like that's natural selection, like, lactose intolerant. That's, that's facts. Cool. I'm lactose intolerant. So. Me
4: too! I am lactose intolerant as that's well, like, and I had Kraft mac and cheese for, like, three out of four
3: meals. Uh, yeah, studios. I mean, I don't so care. I eat lactose cheese lactose anyway. Lactose yeah, exactly. No,
5: but our one friend from high school, Kiki, she had, like, 40 allergies. Yeah. I was like, girl, you really build it.
3: Random days, just would try them. She'd just be like, yeah, I guess I'm not allergic to,
4: like, chocolate anymore. I'm like,
3: Well, you, you,
5: you, can, you can outgrow allergies. Like, I can yeah. be around peanuts. I can eat them if I wanted to. But I've been allergic for so long that I would never want to eat them. Also,
4: the reverse can happen. My uncle ate peanuts his entire life. My uncle, Rick, he, so he's my uncle, like, he's not my blood uncle. He married... He's married to my dad's sister, and he was never allergic to nuts, and then one day, he had nuts, not even by themselves, like, in a salad or, like, in a pasta, and then he woke up, and his face was, like, swollen to twice its size. His eyes were, like, yeah. puffing out of his face. He had, like, hives up and down his arms, and he went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, you're deathly allergic to peanuts. And yeah, he you was can like develop what? allergies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the reverse my of um, growing grow Oh,
5: this happened. This was actually so sad. Mm. So, you know, Golden Corral... Um, ew, we went to Golden Crawl once, and was it elementary school no, or, or was it JCDS? Oh, that's it. Ooh, girl, uh-uh. That's one of them places I leave. Mm-hmm. I think okay. there are some restaurants that are white culture, and I do believe Golden is one of them. <laughs> and Cracker Barrel. <laughs> oh
3: my, my god. My my dad's side, grandparents used to always love to go to Golden Corral whenever they came to visit.
5: <laughs> that place, I never. Uh-huh. I, I walked in, I was like,
3: redneck. no. Oh.
5: <laughs> we went on our field trip in sixth grade. Yeah, we all to camp Montgomery. Ugh. Oh we, my
4: god! Did you go to camp wait, Montgomery? You guys went there.
5: I think everyone went uh, there. Loki. Wait, we went.
4: In, I went to camp Montgomery. We went in, <laughs> I'm so <laughs> dead. We went
5: in I remember I kissed it, I kissed a guy's cheek on top of a washing machine, and this girl called me a slut. That's
4: like <laughs> yeah, that's really really that's
3: and then, wow. like
5: everyone was watching too, and I was like, you're a whore. Yeah. I,
3: had, I held a boy's hand in Epcot on our seventh grade um, Epcot trip, and yeah. Sydney was like, this girl is just
4: the worst. Like. Okay.
5: Uh, chance was a
4: What a bad influence. Chance yeah.
5: was <laughs> Oh, yeah. We got in this really, it was yeah. really, really... It's our the worst I've yeah, ever he- been in. It was,
4: it was heated. It was
5: heated. It was over an Instagram comment. Yeah.
4: Did yeah. you say you had a big forehead or something? I did. She... So, <laughs> I wasn't the one who said
3: one it one of
5: her friends said it and she like liked it or something or, like, oh okay content. but I was right about the forehead okay yeah. that's what I thought oh my god that's so funny but okay to to twelve. we were like we were like 8th 7th grade yeah, yeah I was about to say that okay, anyway back to the Golden Corral we uh-huh. were coming back from Camp Montgomery if you guys don't know it's in Georgia and like every school in Florida goes there for like bonding purposes I don't really know why but oh, we stopped at Golden Corral on the way back and if you don't know what Golden Corral is it's this disgusting place that <laughs> is like all you can eat food Like, it's just, like, it's, like, if Gluttony was a restaurant, it'd be Golden Corral. It's just constant. You just go and get whatever you want, constant. If it's
4: not Korean barbecue, I do not accept all-you-can-eat places at all. (laughs) Mm
5: -hmm. But it's not, it's not, like, it's sushi. It's, like, chicken wings and, like, cheese fries. so
3: nasty. But it's, like, chicken wings, sushi, cheese fries. Like, imagine every, every kind of food. Like, stir fry. Like, imagine literally any kind of food, like, in one. Like, that cannot be, like.
5: Right. Like, no, there were all of those things. There were, just kids, go to these
3: different stations.
5: there were kids like sticking that's their so, hands see. under because there's like a dessert table sticking their hands under the chocolate fountain and licking them. putting them No, back, no, back. no,
4: no. And I walking
5: in and being like, "Ooh, child, this is ghetto. <laughs> this is country ghetto. It'll get me out of here.
4: When I talk about the lab that cooked up COVID, that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. Places like that. But this, dang, this one nasty. kid,
5: he had chips, but they I guess they were they didn't tell them they cross contaminated in the back with peanut cookies and he died. Not for my school, but like something. No, Isn't that scary? So People are always like, do, do you go to Cracker? Why would I be in a Cracker Barrel?
4: Cracker Barrel is oh, so fucked up. Whoa, whoa whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Cracker Barrel Pancake Slap.
5: Okay. I've never had
4: Cracker Barrel Pancake. I haven't been to a Cracker Barrel since I was like, try saying Cracker Barrel eight times best. Cracker Barrel, Cracker Barrel,
5: Cracker Barrel. Uh, so y'all have to say something offensive. Um, I feel like if I could define like American culture in a restaurant, it would be IHOP. IHOP is weird. Denny's, ugh. Golden Corral, Arby's, Hardee's, Sonic, Checkers. Why do they Steak all rhyme
4: with Arty or Arby? Like, yeah. why is it always like? Steak and a Shake line at with Steak
5: and Shake is that girl though. I miss her a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. Sonic too. Okay, girls' let's <laughs> <With laughs> <I laughs> not go that far. They had like Skittle Skittle flavored right. milkshakes. Uh- you know that video of the person on the skates at Sonic and <laughs> he crashes into the car and the shoe flew goes flying through the window.
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was
4: so funny. Um, was IHOP that place that you went to, and the waitress was like, are these your siblings?
5: That was Cracker Barrel. That woman, I looked at her like, girl, you knew that was wrong. (laughs) You knew? (laughs) We went to Cracker Barrel with, so Jack and Jill's like an all-black family thing. I remember the story. There was like 17 of us, and mind you, we're we're all the same age. We're all the same age. What did she have? 17 uplets, Like... What a dumb have question. seen
4: that in the news? Like she literally,
5: I don't think that's possible to have more oh than like God. eight.
4: That's a scientific phenomenon. That's also just racist. And the
5: the our waiter was like, "Y'all all siblings?" <laughs> Number one, Two. where did that slave master accent come from? <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, there's a certain part of the south. In
4: your chest. No, there's a you certain part break. of the
5: south. Where I'm kind of like, I know y'all, that accent's not natural. <laughs> um, oh yeah, we had a debate in my class today. <laughs> About things that like make us irrationally mad, and mine was the concept of the Midwest. Because it's, <laughs> it's not only does it exist, it's not only not in the middle; it's also just not in the west. maybe <laughs> yeah. If you look at Chicago, oh, I'm from the, I'm from the Midwest. I'm from oh. whenever that's on the say, east. Wait, that's on the it east. It
3: makes me furious when people say that Chicago, like, they're that. I don't know why Chicago is just the weirdest concept to me. Like, <laughs>
4: why? I feel like Chicago should be a state. Okay. Vegas should be a state because it's not. And that's yeah, really like weird. you don't know, like
5: Louisiana to me is like Disneyland.
4: Their accents, yo, like a Louisiana twang.
3: No,
5: the bayou. Have accent. you ever
4: heard
3: an oh like legit Louisiana accent? No, no. no. I went to and acting. We talk, they talk. To, I don't even
5: know. I, it's actually offensive to do, but like if you're from Louisiana, love you. But number one, I hate that they spell everything e a u x. I get it's like the culture. Like go lions, it's French. Just you, yeah. G-O. Just do. Yeah. G-O. Um like I miss you so much. Okay, girl. Yay. So I, LSU, but I was in acting camp in LA and I was in like seventh grade. I remember my scene partner the first day he was from Louisiana and I was like, okay. This... <laughs> he started reading his lines. I literally had to look around, so like, I know I'm being pumped. This man's not speaking English. I remember you t- It literally sounded like a thing from Wild and it's like I was like what a-? I was like literally what <laughs> are you saying he did some weird stuff
3: too he did some other stuff he was what did weird. He
5: do I when they ended up casting us name? together we had to do a silent film because no one knew what the heck he was saying
3: oh my god but that he is was, so funny he was funny. from some like he, town he, of like a hundred people and he came up with like the whole concept too he was like I'm like this person like the- yeah it was like we was or like oh
5: I don't know what it was I never, I have it on a on a flash drive somewhere and I remember sure my parents they were like we pay for you to do that <laughs>
4: No, my pre-screens came out so bad. My parents were so upset. They paid, like, so much money. But when I actually went to go do my pre-screen, I met a celebrity on Broadway.
5: That's what's funny to me. It's, like, people from, like, everywhere would pay, like, literally $8,000 to do, like, Camp Broadway at some random college. And then they would get mad they didn't get in. And I'm like, that college is a 0.01% acceptance for theater. It's 20 kids. And you thought, because you paid eight k. You gonna get into that school? Exactly. I saw someone did a TikTok about it yesterday, and she was like, "When you paid six k to go to like Elon's theater program and you didn't get in, girl, I don't think that going to summer camp means you gonna get in."
4: I'm a theater kid, like as a concept.
5: You're a theater kid, Disney adult, <sighs> mm-hmm. Harry Potter. I have No idea how we're friends.
4: I <laughs> know, right? It's You're a, telling a me <laughs> we could not be more opposite if possible. <laughs> That's another reason why I'm so excited for the move because, oh my god, the concept of normal roommates is so new to me, like. The fact that you were my first normal roommate, Sydney. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> like changing
5: people's lives.
4: Yeah, yeah. You're, just, you're bright. You're just really when I tell people, me.
5: like at the law school, that my roommates aren't in law school, they're like, "What?" Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "How's that gonna work out?" And I'm like, "What do you mean? How's it gonna work out?" I'm gonna sit in my room and I'm gonna do my work. Like yeah, that. yeah. Maybe we're not gonna bother you. Yeah. 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 They're like, yeah. Every time I tell someone, they're like, "What?" <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't
3: want. That. I, was also in
5: law I feel school. like it was stressing like it would me out be like more. a competitive yeah.
3: environment
5: and like that's the worst part though is like you make friends in like your law school section but because law school's graded on a curve meaning that like there's like five a's five b's five c's whatever you're always in competition with people you're friends with yeah. which is yeah. like awkward even for like opportunities too because like they're so limited especially like in certain like fields that like you bond over having common interests and then you're competing the entire time mm-hmm. yeah. so like a lot of like there was a lot of like advice panels and so many of them were like if you want to see friends with someone do not discuss your what, like what you're applying for your opportunities whatever and like it sucks to have that but that's kind of why i'm glad i have like friends in law school and friends not in law school because yeah, i can talk I to like my friends in not. Of law of, school. i feel
3: like having roommates that aren't in law school too like is almost like you get to come home and decompress in a way that like you wouldn't get to if you had roommates in law school because yeah, you exactly. would go you would go home and like feel like you still had to talk about law school instead of or like things like that
5: literally it was so funny though because it was like supposed to be a professional networking class and our teacher comes in he was like bonjour and i was like what oh my god! and he was like y'all probably thinking what the hell and we were like (laughs) yeah and he was like so actually i'm not a lawyer i'm an improv teacher and like the thing was is that we had to choose between doing a mindfulness class or a professional networking class and i was like let me do networking and he was like i'm here to like shake shake things up he basically was like Every time you go to an interview or something, people are going to be like, hi, like, tell me about you. He's like, that's the most dreaded question you're going to get, and no matter what field you're in. People ask okay. you, like, I'll tell you about you. And he was like, "Well, you could do is sit there and go through your resume be like, oh, I went to this undergrad. I was this major. He was like, I'm going to give you four questions. You're going to talk, turn around, talk to them for 15 minutes. You have to talk the entire time and just talk about these four questions. And it was insane how much, because, like, obviously, like, all of the week we were like, hi, where are you from? Like, what kind of law do you want to study? Mm-hmm if i got asked that question one more time i was going to rip my hair out piece by piece <laughs> so like doing this like the um uh exercise cuz it's all random people i learned the most random crap about people like the guy behind me rolled, won a world contest on pasta shapes like he studied for years for it and he got, What? Yeah. And he was like it became like, a, like he said he did it I feel for like the TikTok about that recently? He said he did it for a class and then ended up like being obsessed with it and then entered like a world competition where they just like put up a shape and you had to, like, name it. And it was, like, a competitive thing. That is so what? interesting. And he was, like, and people are, like, yeah, I speak, like, four languages. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> that's, like,
3: honestly, with, so I'm in fashion, just for people that don't know as I'm new. Jesus
4: stylist at Bergdorf's.
3: Um, So I, my interview process is a little bit different than, like, a typical, like, when you think of an interview process with, say, like, tech or something like that, where it's, like, the typical either like behavioral interview, like multiple step, like I mean, I I interviewed once at Bergdorf. I briefly before my like actual interview I had a phone call with the recruiter where I ran through like a again, like couple bullet points about myself and like reviewed my resume with her. She was like, Okay, come in for our, the interview and then with fashion I got asked a lot of questions about, like, what I wanted to be doing and, like, why I was interested in, like, what area of fashion that I applied for. So, and what I found interesting about, like, people and what I... So, it was very different than, like, the typical, like, oh, well, give me the rundown of, like, what you've done previously and, like, your qualifications and things like that. So, it was definitely more conversational too because I got to meet like the personal shopper that I work with and got to talk about like things that make my wheels turn and things that made her wheels turn so it was very like not typical for an interview which is hard to prepare for but it makes like my it made my mind because I work that way I'm a little bit more on like the creative-esque
4: side Mm -hmm. so what side of the brain is that I forget Yeah. yeah.
5: Left is subjective. Right is indicative. yeah.
3: So that's like comes more easily to me to like talk, like have more of a conversation with someone than just sit down and feel because I did have a couple interviews prior where I felt like I was just blabbing on because it was a lot more of a formal process. So I feel like it also depends on like the person, and that's really interesting that you yeah. were able to.
5: He did this like cool exercise where he was like, "When you were eight years old, what was your favorite thing to do?" I don't remember when I was eight. Years yeah, me, I was like pretend to be a princess, reading on like... <laughs> about One Direction, go to Disney. now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on
2: a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god.
4: I feel like moving around so much and being introduced to a lot of different people gave me two, like, organic skills that I really but love organic. to have in... Organic? She
5: likes She's a word of the week. Or,
4: no, organic's be, been my word of the year, it's it it right. organic. <laughs>
5: organic and niche.
4: Um, yeah, niche. What other
5: words do I say a lot? It's always funny because you... Family. <laughs> you used one last episode and it cracks me up. What? You'd be slipping that word into every sentence. I forgot yeah. what it was. Oh, me too. Think of it's it. So I, I know. I'm... Work, yeah, because every time you know. say it, it, jars me. <laughs> also, so
4: I don't use big words a lot, so then when I kind of, like, stick You've been on you to... using that word a lot. What? what? Jarring. Sorry. I oh, you, that have, be, you have? That's true. Been. That's how I describe like my life words. for
5: the last <laughs> <was> just fucking <laughs> jarring. <laughs> uh,
4: no, like, when I... I don't use a lot of, like, big, big words. I was not a vocabulary queen when I was younger, so, like... Whenever I find a big word, I kind of, like, latch onto it and I never stop using it. And Sydney always calls me out on it. She just to throw niche around so hard. I was like, girl, I just accept my fate. <laughs> no, yeah, no fate accepted. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, oh, two goodness. skills in interviews. One is if it's not a conversation because, like, a lot of the interviews that I've talked to are so uh, cut and dry, very, like, very, very, um, too too professional. Do you know what I mean? Because an interview like should be conversational, and I hate that question. Like, tell me about yourself. It is the most common question, but I hate it because it's like, if you're gonna ask something specific, ask like that's such an open-ended question. That's yeah. like, you know what I mean? I think that's just not smart from the interviewer. So like, if that is my first question, I know exactly who I'm dealing with like from the get go. And then I spend. If you can sell yourself, huh? Or
5: testing, you can sell yourself.
4: Yes, I just don't think that's the right test. But mm-hmm. I, I, I understand why a lot of people do it. I just personally don't agree with that. I don't mm-hmm. think that that's smart. As an interviewer if you want to get to know like if you want to get to find like a great candidate for the exact position that you're hiring for this yes, is
5: because we had this debate too and he was like think about this like you get someone's resume like you know what it says you know like they went to nyu they studied colors because and so purple people but don't they don't know the personality the yeah like, they don't get to Bergdorf, know the
4: personality they did not mm-hmm. read my resume now, at Black Tap they didn't read my resume at the board they didn't read my resume, yeah. I, my, board, resume. resume. <laughs> my organic resume that I made organically they did not read it and so like I just think the how are you question is a little weird but mm-hmm. anyway that's my number one skill and then number two is um, I always try to make them I always try to make it clear to the interviewer that for me this interview like I'm interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing me does that make sense so it's like you might be in the position of power but also like I know that I'm a great employee. So if you hire me, it's like we're both gaining something here, you know? Like, it's not just me. Like, I'm not going to kiss your ass. I think that's really important distinguishment.
5: When people are like, why do you want to be in social media? Why do you want to be in fashion? Why do you want to be in law? There is, like, a answer everyone's going to assume. Because I like fashion. Because I like social media. Because I like the law. No one likes the law. <laughs> he was like, that's why the question was, what did you like doing when you were eight? He was like, trace from me how you got from that place to where you are now in five sentences. And so I started... I was like okay when I was eight I loved reading because I used to read to death when I was eight because my parents were divorced and I had nothing else to do (laughs) um and I was like hey I liked reading I went into college I wanted to do screenwriting because in my mind I got to escape through being in different worlds I liked to be like world building things like that then I went into media because I in politics I liked helping people and also liked being on the same aspect of being creative and being able to like problem solve and things like that and that's naturally it's like now thinking about those qualities how'd you end up with the law and I was like because I like to do creative problem solving, I like reading, and I like being, putting myself in people's positions, like being able to see through that. And he was like, boom, there's your answer to that question. And he's like, think about like being an interviewer, you interview 200 people a day, a week, whatever, and you're going to hear the same answer over and over and over again. You just now left like an imprint in their mind because you answered that question the way no one else has answered it. And I was like, per improv. I
4: like, in musical theater, one of the most – uh, popular buzzwords is uh, passionate or like my passion and I talked to someone like one of my mentors across the years told me like it, don't ever say the word passion when you're like auditioning for anybody like for musical theater because that's literally what every single person yeah. says it's yeah. like why do you like musical theater why do you that's do like, what you do I'm just passionate tries
1: to
3: get me to tell like what my mom's thing is always to tell people like in an interview oh I just have a passion for fashion like mom could you imagine <laughs> yeah. How many people say that? I'm that's like, my are daddy. you kidding me? I'm like, mom, I am not saying that. She's like, anytime I have her, h- logo her <laughs> <perfection>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you don't think that, <laughs> oh
4: my God. My dad once told me to say, like, selling myself for TikTok. He was like, say, I am social media. And he was like, "Oh my god!" My drop. I was like, "Dad, Radio
5: Rebel." <laughs> oh
4: my god! Oh my god! Real Radio Rebel. Okay, wait. We've so not funny. even
5: started the the message of this thing.
4: Um, I was trying to figure out how to segue because I feel like interviews kind of bleeds into imposter syndrome a little bit, but I don't know how. You know what I mean? I got you. Okay,
5: good. So I know for me, like, one fear is kind of going into our episode topic. I know for me, neither of my parents are in the path that what I, what I want to do. I don't have one in my family, but it's also in the thing that I want to do. And coming from NYU and like being in New York, I've had a lot of like obviously cool opportunities. But within those, I don't think I've ever been in a job where I've had either a another woman in the office or B another black woman. I've never worked for a black person. I've never worked with a black woman. So like when I go into those spaces or when I'm interviewing, I always have to be aware of not only am I interviewing like at, to be a candidate i have to go x steps further because i'm not the normal person they would hire for this position stuff like that and like we were talking about this at orientation we had literally like an entire event on, do you go like, to columbia do <laughs> on imposter like syndrome <laughs> like before i would never say i have imposter syndrome because like in my head i'm like no i don't like i'm confident about my abilities but it's like it's not necessarily a fear that it can happen like you know it's like being in a space and being like why am i here you well know? that's like
3: Still, I think about how I started off as a pre vet major at a completely different university originally. Were you really pre vet? I was pre vet major. No way and I then that. I you ended
1: up squirrel. <laughs> yeah,
3: you're a Yeah, now I just have a dog.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, if you, you didn't understand what that was. We were making yeah. we make fun of chance, uh I with the way that she talks to her dog. <laughs> I FaceTime
3: my dog at least once a day because she's not in the city yet. She's getting here tomorrow. <laughs> and every single day, um, I have to i'm trying to get her attention to look at me on the phone and by doing that she i sound words. ridiculous and i say uh, yeah i say her favorite words
5: like squirrel and um, in the funniest gird, voice but i say it in my like, it baby
4: voice give an example oh, no God. it's because
5: her like the bed she's sleeping on right now her cot is outside of my door <laughs> and my door is a window so it'll be like midnight and i'll hear Harley, squirrel, <laughs> ball. Harley, girl, look at me, it's a squirrel. Did your mommy you it? a squirrel. And I'm like, are there birds outside Harley? <laughs> bird? It's a squirrel. Is a bird? Is it a bird? Yeah, is a bird, girl? <laughs> See, people love their boyfriends like that. Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> like, I talk to my mom like that no, all the time. I feel like you and my, my, are definitely my mom. Uwu.
5: Wait, wait, hold on. See the TikTok I sent you guys earlier? It's like a girl sitting down at the bar, and her boyfriend's like straddling her, and yes! he's like, looking at her eyes. That's literally Sarah and Erica
3: Yes. Me and Josie were watching it. Josie's our um, other assistant mm-hmm. um, at my job. <laughs> <Just> totally lost <laughs> no, my there. <laughs> but I was—we were watching it on our lunch break, and like. Scrolling through some TikToks. That one pops up and I was speechless. I, like, silent laughing.
4: Like, you know? Like, where, like, nothing
3: is coming out. Yeah, I love that laugh. Yeah. Okay, but also don't have anyone in, like, my field, in my family. Like, I have a history. Like, my family's in HR and kind of, like, they're, um, like, kind of, like, financed and real estate. So, definitely not the realm that I'm in. It was kind of hard for anyone but my mom to understand, like, what I am interested in doing and what I do now. Um, until recently, like, even my dad does not at all understand what I do. <laughs> uh-huh. And, like, people just think that I, like, like to spend money. Which yeah. is Which is true, like, it that's, is true. It's not wrong. Like, <laughs> it's not fully wrong, but at this, like, at the same time, like, I'm not just, like, a, in retail, like, there's more to it than like I deal with like very high profile clients and very high profile brands like I am in luxury fashion so there's much more to it than what people just see as in being in fashion
4: like every job is so demanding I feel like a lot of people don't understand that like obviously there are jobs with more like Immediate pressure, like being a doctor or yeah, being, lawyer. you know, being yeah, a lawyer. Exactly. um But yeah, no, I mean, I I kind of hate that too. I feel like the most common misconception that I get when it comes to my work in social media is people being like, "You make videos," like, and then I'm just kind of like, uh, "Well, you try it," you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you think you can do it so well, like, be you spend a day in my shoes, you absolutely cannot, you know? Yeah, but yet
3: again they'll turn around and be like oh can you get me like in this place or like something like no that. It's a, yeah and it's then, like, then they'll be like well, so what are your like, what's your
4: favorite bar in new york yeah, i'm like i'm uh, not doing that for you yeah you're just total- like, like, oh, you just totally and that's rude too get me,
3: yeah oh can you get me this like bag or something i'm like well that's not really how it works
4: also do you ever feel so that because of like the fact that you're a woman the fact that you're a black woman like do you ever feel that people like you tell people you're in law school do you feel like the people's, like, direct
5: reaction is always different from, like, your white peer or something like that? There's two, like, very distinct reactions. So, like, Reddit, oh, God, Reddit is so toxic, especially the law school Reddit. I hate Reddit. Um, It reminds me of Discord. Literally. (laughs) It's, like, you would post, like, not your name, but, like, I have this score, I have this GPA, and I got in, and, like, these are my, like, um, underrepresented characteristics. So, like, you're LGBTQ, you're Latina, you're Black, like, whatever. Um you would like say that and i some people were like oh because you got in because affirmative action and like stuff like that and like you do internalize that sometimes because people are like well you had to have gotten in because you're black or you had to have gotten in because yeah exactly and i'm like okay but you didn't get in so yeah no about that. Yeah. <laughs>
4: you know it's all from like insecurity and jealousy too when people say things like that because it's like yeah. did you get into columbia no and it's I don't hard to so. not
5: internalize that you know like when oh, you hear yeah. it so much and then it's also like in law school, like in classes, I get it sometimes. I got it today for a second because we had this assignment where it was like um, link like the levels of authority. If you have like these 10 cases from these 10 circuits link like how you would go through these authorities in a decision. And it's, like, we've never learned that before. Like, they just wanted to see, like, how much we knew. But so many people that I work with, their parents are judges. Their parents are lawyers. Their parents own law firms. And so they're, like, discussing, like, all this stuff. And you're saying they're like... So
3: you feel like they have a, like... a, like a
5: one-up, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like
3: their foot already... Exactly. They, they, they were talking about how they've
5: worked at their parents' firms yeah. for the last five years. And their Ugh. parents already have a job for them. Like, things like that.
3: I feel like you, in that situation, push yourself a lot more, yeah. too. And, like, you push yourself to truly, like, learn the information. Whereas, like, a lot of people in the situation where like it's passed down or like something this is not by any means the case in everyone's situation but I feel like some information is missed because like they might be going into a certain practice because of like a family member or something like that and whereas you I feel like you're a lot more open like obviously you have like two areas that you're more interested in but I feel like at the same time you're more open to learning everything and like filling your brain with all of that new information versus like some of these people that may have like oh i'm only here to like do this and go into yes. this kind of law and they're like oh i already know this like kind of like almost like a big head like i feel yeah. like that's like a good thing that you're going in like a bit more humble and like knowing that you're there to like learn and soak up everything yeah it's like
5: a great thing because it's like i feel like it makes me because like sometimes i'm like Ugh, i don't want to do my reading i just want to like go out yeah. or something it's like okay well I mean because I already know I need to work 10 times harder because I'm not the person they would hire like on the bat so being able to prove myself also is like a double thing you know so I guess it does push me more and it's like if like it happens more than just in school too but like I know people that have like immigrant parents say it a lot like seeing like how much I'm not I'm not a child of I'm an immigrant but I do see like comparing my parents upbringing to mine it's like they had sacrificed so much for me to be here and I'm kind of like like why me you know like I want to make things better for my kids and it's like a pressure you already get and like I'm not gonna have a boyfriend yet why am I thinking about kids so it's stuff like that where it's like and it doesn't really happen all the time but there's like moments where I'm sitting there and I'm like sometimes um, okay. there's like in New York like the day-to-day life is so like fast-paced like you're always always going 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 so like when you do have this moments, it is like stressful, and like even if you're in college, you're kind of like crap. Like my life is like hitting me fast. Like,
3: the fact that we're already done with undergrad, yeah, like we're adults. Uh, yeah, me. we're adults.
5: Uh, I don't like it. Really know. <laughs> the one girl my class got engaged this week. I was like, oh uh, girl, yeah. like congratulate like people as from our high gang. school. Yeah.
1: From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast,
2: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment.
4: I feel like living in New York for me came in two waves. The first wave was, like, trying so desperately, want to be, kind of, like, being the person I am now, like, going to the events, like, oh, my God, when I was a freshman in college, this is so fucking cringy, I would, like, post Instagram stories, like, oh, my God, I'm going here, and, like, I just literally was not going there, like, <laughs> and it was like, oh, I'm just, you know, uh this event like some events I did go to freshman year were like pretty cool but I went to like two per year like versus the three per week that we all go to now which is like crazy and I was so obsessed with like what everybody else thought of me and like portraying this and now my Instagram account is lucky like even if I do go to these places if I post about it like on my Instagram do you know what I mean so I feel like I've kind of it, it's definitely, I've had a mind switch for sure too, but now like I'm actually living the life that I've always wanted to live. It feels different and it does hit you all at once. So it was like my last two years of college, like bleeding into where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. But all these changes, we're moving. This is the first time like I've ever had normal roommates and like, <laughs> I mean, no school that anymore. You know, is I <laughs> I'm Chance is going to murder me in my sleep tomorrow. Harley <laughs> is the accomplice. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, no. I it's, actually
3: have a rabbit dog. No,
4: <laughs> no. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> and it's just so cool to like think about everything and like think about how far you've come. Like I, even where I was when I was like eight years old, and I was like, I'm gonna be a fairy princess, and like I'm gonna be a fashion <laughs> blogger in New York. It's yeah. like, well, I'm not a fashion blogger, but I yeah. do like videotape my life a lot, and I live in New York, so it's really cool.
5: And it's so funny because you guys know I love Love Island. Uh, um, <laughs> do you? And, yeah, just a little bit. No. And usually it is mindless watching, but there's this one scene. I don't even know if I talked to you guys about this, but this girl on the show, Liberty, it's season uh, seven. And there's like this part of the show where they show you, like it's called movie night, where they show you things that your partner said behind your back, like on camera. And they had been together since like the first day. And like she assumed they were like perfect because they have been together the entire show. Yeah. (coughs) And the video clip was him being like there's something missing like part of me just feels like i'm just settling for her because like nothing better is walked in and so obviously that crushed her and then you like see her crying and then she just literally stopped crying she's like all oh, the girls are like are you okay mine she's 20 so like she's one of the youngest girls on the show i
3: could not imagine being that young
5: on a show like that yeah and she was like her, so her name's Liberty and Moore is like her full name, and she was like, since I was little, my mom's always told me like this one saying, and it's like the thing that keeps me like sane, grounded. Because she was like, even like being on Love Island is crazy, but like, it's like her like mantra, and it's rare by name, rare by nature. And she was like, I like, know my value when I walk into a room. I know what I bring to the table, not even relationships, but like in life, like I know I'm smart. I know this and that, whatever. And she was like, as long as I remember that, like, there's no way anyone can hurt me, bring me down, things stuff like that. And I love that saying so much because like I think that. We, tying it back to imposter syndrome is like sometimes we're in spaces or in rooms where we're like why am i here like what i deserve to get here like crap like life is like hitting you know yeah. but like you're where you are for a reason like you know what you bring to the table you know your value you know your worth you know you deserve to be in the rooms that you're in because you wouldn't be there if you weren't mm-hmm. so like keep that in it's mind like butterfly
3: effect with. too like Literally. everything like we're here right now for like we're living together for a reason like we're like we've had like certain roommates for a reason we've had like certain like
4: Ex-boyfriends? Yeah, exactly, like, things like that,
3: like, all of that, like, certain jobs for a reason, like, all of that, like, if you've never seen the movie Butterfly Effect, you need to see it, I don't know if both of you have seen it, or if you don't know what Butterfly Effect is, like, it's like, um, basically, what Sydney was saying, everything happens for a reason, but, like, if that one thing didn't happen, like, if you didn't step in that puddle one day, like... You might have gotten hit by a guy on a bike. Oh my like, god! You know, <laughs> like Cindy like, did, no, hey, and no stop.
5: Did we tell that story? Yeah, we did. Right? Yeah, you just we did. a guys facing my boobs on accident. That yeah. was yeah. so
4: funny. No, but I remember yeah. so. Like, I have two things to say, and one is something that I saw on this TV show Psych, and one of them was saying like, "You're allowed to get as upset as you want about like anything you want. You're allowed to get upset for however long you want, but." Like, you're only allowed to do that if you put as much effort into making it better for yourself in the end. Do you know what I mean? Like, proactively Mm -hmm. making, like, an effort to make yourself better and, like, engage in wellness and stuff like that. And the second thing I had to say was acknowledging that my ex-boyfriend was not right for me, it hit me like a brick. It wasn't even, like, a slow process. It was one thing that he said one time that made me be like... Which is by no means the worst thing he's ever done. But it was one thing he said... He had just, like, ditched me for a day. I had, like, just found out he cheated on me, whatever. And then he had the nerve to, like, ask me for job advice one day. And I remember we were at a Super Bowl party. I was eating popcorn. Like, I remember exactly where I was, sitting next to my friend. Cindy was there. And I got this text, and I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Like, are you kidding me right now? It's like you treated me so awful, and now yeah. you're going to ask me for job
5: advice? Yeah.
4: Like, no. It's,
3: like, the same thing. Like, fuck. <laughs> my... I never talked to him again. Yeah.
5: No. <laughs> like, I feel like once you recognize, like, know what you bring to the table and you recognize, like, your own value, like, you don't put up with disrespect anymore. Because I feel well, I like so. a lot of staying comes with, like, oh, well, I deserve it. Or, like, I'll never find better. Girl, you can find another 5'8", scrappy-looking boy down the street. But also you know what at you the either. same time, mm-hmm.
3: like, give
4: yourself grace.
5: <laughs> Chance summed up the episode quite nicely, yeah. Then <laughs> I feel like that's been, like, our theme of the season is, like, give yourself grace and remember your value in all things
4: mm-hmm. that is so important and also something you said earlier made me want to uh, when you were saying like oh my god um a lot of this is because you're like oh I can't find better I can't do any better this is i we're gonna get whatever a lot of that's also like also what if it's not about like a better man it's about like a better life for yourself do you know I what mean? I mean like being yeah, alone was... is better than being with this raggedy ass man like that's he... what I had to tell myself
3: well also you have to be like confident in being alone and being like with yourself and confident. Yeah,
5: you can't but find your value from you, other people. Yeah, right?
3: like you can't rely on someone else for your own happiness. Like you have to find happiness within yourself.
4: But if you want more on that, though, you can listen to our previous episodes, yeah. which Chance is also in because we talk about like being alone a lot and like we've all been there. We're like our literal soul happiness depended on the yeah. guy at one point in our lives, and so we being have a miserable experience.
3: after too. Which mm-hmm. I think that that Love Island episode is a great example because, like, I mean. They're together, like, every single day yeah. on Love Island. So, like, think. I, it, to some degree, she's relying on him at least.
4: In the real world. In the <laughs> real world.
3: So she she has to think in, like, her real world mind, mm-hmm. like, oh, when I'm out of here, like, what is, t- I have to stay true to myself and stay true to my values that are outside of Love Island, like, all that
5: I like, like well, that. Your name is Sarah, so it doesn't really work for you. Um, <laughs> but she was like, her name is Liberty. And that's a bad name. They're like, we got a girl. <laughs> 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 so City of Ah. <laughs> I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, Sarah joking. Bobson. <laughs> uh.
4: <laughs> um, and my, my middle name is boring too, so it's not like I can even change it. Like Elizabeth. <laughs> blah, blah, her initials are
5: literally she, she. Your acronym, <laughs> your thing is literally Father. she. My Suju.
4: It's, uh, but yes. on like Vera Bradley show, it would be she. Chance Langley.
5: Your name is somehow both country and black.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: but I get all the time. I get Chantez. What else am I got? Chantez.
5: Chantez. Chant.
3: Chant. Okay.
4: Yeah, guys. Chaz. I think that wraps <laughs> Chaz. I'm going Chaz. Um, give our guest star a hand, Chaz. Um,
5: <laughs> and then she gave give herself her probably.
4: hand. Chance, you're an amazing guest. Let's Thank you for please. coming on. She will be here a lot more. Get used to her guest starring on our episodes. All right, y'all. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two
2: Door Cinema Club.
1: Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's gotta be a CFP.